This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk to a guy that knows about three-way deals. He knows about the NBA. He played at a high level, and now he does an incredible show called the NBA Today Show on Sirius XM. We've been chasing down a couple of people today to get more insight into this crazy trade deadline. Eddie Johnson joins us on the WaitForward.com hotline. And, Eddie, there was no deal bigger. We're going to talk about our Hawks, but there was no deal bigger than this Durant deal to the Suns. Yeah, it was huge. It caught everybody by surprise. It wasn't like a total surprise in Phoenix because we knew even before the season started, that Kevin Durant was very interested in becoming a Phoenix Sun. And uh, and so we knew that the opportunity would be there if it ever presented itself. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we thought it would present itself this soon. Uh, yeah, the Kyrie trade probably opened up some avenues. But from what we were hearing, uh, you know, Brooklyn still was not wanting to move him. And then for some reason, <laughs> I mean, late in the night, last night, about 1 a.m. here, <laughs> I mean, we we got the news. And so, yeah, it was a tremendous shock, but, you know, it's something obviously that we accept. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole season started with us. We thought we were sending John Collins to you guys. For a minute there, we, I, the rumors had us maybe trying to make a play for DeAndre Ayton. I mean, th- what is this? what have the Suns been since they went to the, uh, the finals? Well, I think, you know, they've been pretty good, man. Injuries hurt them this year. I mean, they won 64 games last year, and uh, this year – you know, they hit the injury bug, which had affected a lot of teams in the, in the run that they had last year and winning 64 games. So no woe is me. Mm. I mean, it's just a part of the territory. And they navigated it well. I mean, they had fallen all the way down to about the 10th seed at one point in time. And then lately they've won, what, eight or nine out of their last 12 games. And all of a sudden now they're in the fifth spot and they're in a good position. So – uh, and they're healthy. Devin Booker just returned. I don't think he'll play tonight, uh, but he just returned. And so we're in good shape now, excellent shape, in the fact <laughs> that now we have Kevin Durant. Eddie Johnson joining us here. Uh, Eddie, what do you make of, of the Lakers getting D'Angelo Russell back? He was a high pick you know, a few years back, ends up in Minnesota. He kind of steadied the ship for them. We know Ant-Man has kind of taken over that team. But you get, you get, know, the Lakers get Malik Beasley, a, a really good shooter that was coveted as well, Jared uh, Vanderbilt. I think they're better. I don't think they're better than the Suns or maybe even the Mavs at this point, but I do think the Lakers are better. What do you think? I think they are as well. Look, uh, you know, if you play with LeBron and you try to do the things necessary uh, that he needs you to do, then I think your team is enhanced. I think with Russ, Russ still had that I'm a superstar mindset at times, and I thought it got him in trouble. It threw them off balance, and it just wasn't a good fit. Uh, with D'Angelo Russell, he's one of the best catch-and-shoot three-point shooters in the league. Yeah, he is a point guard, too, but he understands that Magic's going to be handling the ball. And so he is very good at coming off screens. He's very good at getting spacing. Uh, Malik Beasley, uh, excellent at that as well. 
so they they have some shooters now on their team that can spread the floor for them. So the Lakers definitely improved. The uh, Mavs and the Nets trade, do the Mavs need to find before the deadline more three-point shooting to, to, like, balance that thing out? Well, I think, you know, they need – they always everybody always needs shooters, okay? If I was young enough, I'd throw my name out there, right? Uh, but, you can still shoot it. Uh, yeah, but, you know, everybody needs shooting. And, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure the Mavericks are – are trying to look for some front court help, a wing guy that can shoot the ball. I think that's what they don't have. Obviously, they have a tremendous uh, shooting uh, backcourt. But other than that, I don't really see anybody else jumping off the page for them. And and so I, I could actually see them really being very aggressive here in the limited amount of time that they have right now. We mentioned Jay Crowder ending up with the Bucks, uh earlier as we started the show. I just want to get your pecking order right now. Let, let's start with the West, okay? Uh, the Suns are not in first place. It's the Denver Nuggets, okay? And then the Memphis Grizzlies, who've been popping off a lot, yeah. even though they haven't done anything, Eddie. What is the pecking order now as we approach the end of the trade deadline? Suns, obviously a top-four team, I think, when this is all said and done. Kings right now are third in the Western Conference. You know, it's a team that nobody expected to be there. But what's your, what's your top-four team's in the West right now as we look at this? Well, my mindset right now, I think the Suns are the best team in the West right now. I think Denver has been the best team all season, and they're right there. So I would go 1A, 1B, however you want to put it. Uh, and then after that, you know, I think it's a snap. I think Memphis has struggled lately, but I think, you know, once they get themselves together and, and now get over to being humbled and thinking that, you know, they don't need to worry about anybody in the West, uh, mentality. I think they'll be fine. I think if, if the Pelicans can somehow get Zion back healthy, I think they are a very tough team to deal with. Yeah. Uh, anybody with Luka Doncic and Kyrie is going to be tough. Uh, the Clippers, uh, obviously they made some deals. They got Eric Gordon, who I really love as a player. They got Bones Highland, so they're going to be difficult. So the West all of a sudden was looking subservient to the East. Uh, for most of this season, now all of a sudden it's turned it around and they're the dominant conference. So it's going to be very difficult, man. Uh, regardless of what the Suns did, uh, this is not going to be an easy road to get out of the West. It is Eddie Johnson with his guys on the WadeFord.com hotline. Former sixth man of the year, by the way, Carl, and a fight in Illini. Um, I know it's a, not the best sample size. You only saw the Hawks once, and you guys were without Booker. What do you see when you think of the Hawks right now? Because we've kind of lost momentum from our run to the uh, conference finals two years ago. Yeah, very talented basketball team. Tremendous backcourt. When they made the trade for Deontay Murray, I, I thought that could turn out to be the best backcourt in the league. Uh, and so they've had their struggles. Uh, and I think it's more so with just being unified. I think guys probably want more touches. You know, guys are unhappy in certain situations. I know the John Collins situation has been ongoing, and that probably was going to be a deal that would have been made. He probably would be in Phoenix today if it wasn't for the Kevin Durant deal. Mm. So, uh, very talented basketball team. And so, uh, you know, I think they, they should get it together because they have the talent. They get past the trade deadline. Guys know they're going to be there. Nate McMillan's a tremendous coach, obviously one of the greatest teammates I've ever had uh, in my time in the NBA. So they'll get it together, and uh, I think, you know, before it's all said and done, they're going to be right there in the mix. You, you mentioned, you know, a teammate that you had. 
One of the comments Nate made, Eddie, we're talking with Eddie Johnson, guys. He does a show, NBA Today show on Sirius XM, longtime guy in the NBA, hell of a shooter for those who know Eddie's work. He made a comment a couple of months ago, maybe a month and a half or so ago, and he was asked about today's player and relating to them. And I thought it was interesting because Nate was basically saying, listen, guys, they, they do things differently. This is not the, the way we came up in the league, and I have to try to handle situations differently. And a lot of people here in Atlanta took those comments and, and, and felt like, you know, that Nate was saying, look, it's hard to communicate with my star sometimes, right? Trey Young's a young dude. He vibes differently. I come from a different generation. Do you feel that way with older coaches now in the NBA? Well, without a doubt. I think you're getting young kids coming to the league, too. I mean, these kids are coming to the league at 18, 19, 20 years old. They didn't get much training in, in college. College trains you. Like, because the head coaches in college, they have control of you. Like, your goal is to get to the NBA. But, you know, teams are going to what? They're going to ask the college coaches, you know, what about this kid? And this kid can't, like, you know, he can't control the situation. He's got to really adhere to what's going on there. And so with your training, getting getting stronger, uh, being able to be responsible, being on time, being a good teammate, all those things, man, is what you learn in college. And so when you skip college and you're not there but about a year, then you come to the NBA, you're coming with some immaturity. And now coaches have to approach you a different way. And then also you got the, the typical yes people that surround these kids because now, let's face it, these kids are getting paid now in college a ton of money. And so now they come to, they come to the pros, they've already been spoiled in that aspect, and are they listening? So it's always a tough way to reach them. It's not like when we came into the league, Nate and I, where we were desperate. Like we right. knew we were like a bad practice from being cut. So it's, it's a different animal right now, and so it's a, it's a different way you have to approach them. But for the most part, these kids are great kids. They look, they didn't get that far by being lackadaisical and, and not being good people. It's just that they just are really – you have to really reach them in a different sort of way, and it becomes laborious at times. But mm-hmm. Nate's doing a great job, and, and I think they're going to get it turned around. And that's the thing, Eddie, is Eddie Johnson joins his guys, longtime NBA star. This team is just very frustrating for the fans. For instance, DeAndre Hunter, he got an extension uh, four years now in his fourth year. When do you, when does the light go on? Because he played, we just talked about the college experience. He had two years at UVA. That's one of those guys, if he plays to his potential, then we are going to do those things you're talking about. Yeah, well, again, the light does go on at different times for players. And it's all depending on how far they understand the league and what's expected of them. And, you know, it can, it can turn out to win you in your third year in the league or you in your fifth year. But the age that I'm always looking at is around 24, 25, 26 years old. You know, if a kid is not understanding everything, if he's not understanding the speed of the game by then, then I don't know if he's going to, if he's going to continue to improve. And what you see is what you get. And, and I think that's the key. I know for me, in my prime, I mean, I was 25, 24, 25 years old when I really figured everything out. And, and to me, that happens for a lot of players. Eddie, it's always good to talk with you, man. Congratulations on the success of the show. The NBA Today show on SiriusXM. Check it out. I know you're having a lot of fun today, and uh, here come the Suns, man. Uh, they're going to be tough. Is it... By the way, you didn't, mention right. Go- you didn't mention Golden State, though. You don't think they're going to be in the mix? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I think they can. But I think, you know, the road that they traveled has been laborious for them, obviously. <laughs> 
They traded Wiseman today. Uh, I don't know what's going to come out of that pick because uh, Sadiq Bay is obviously going to you guys. Yeah, right. So yeah, I, so I don't I don't know, but it just seems to me that right now they're a little worn down, and and that's expected. I mean, think about it, man. They have been going at this for a while, and they won a title last year. And I'm telling you, they wake up every morning saying, did we just win the title? Yeah. Because the way that they went about getting it last year was definitely in a way that we didn't expect. Yeah. I think the punch ruined that chemistry. I just do, uh, Eddie. And, and I know it's debatable, and we'll see. And, it, you know, Draymond ultimately will end up wherever. I don't think they give him a max deal. But I, I was wondering what you thought about the Warriors. Great stuff, man. We appreciate yeah. you. Have a great day, brother. All right, guys. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.